Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are on episode 14 of Rapid Reviews Radio. Uh, we're so glad you could join us. I am your co-host, Kylie Wild, and I'm joined by Pete Beckett. Hello. Uh, and how how have you been? I've been fine. I'm still shocked we made it to episode 14. I'm I'm shocked and pleased and all of those adjectives. <laughs> yeah, me too. But I never thought we'd get beyond four. So yeah, yeah. that's good. But I how are you doing? Adjectives. I said adjectives. I meant adverbs. So <laughs> yeah. Okay. So for for note, Kylie is currently nursing a hangover. As per usual. I am, I am. I uh, I did a little bit of imbibing last night and now I'm suffering for it. Yeah, uh, you are be- you are suffering for the result of a, a wine fueled night. Yes, yes. Um, I have to ask because I didn't ask last night, was it red or white? Uh believe it or not, it's a rose, so <laughs> bit of both then a bit of both because see here's the thing i love red wine um it tastes better it's wonderful but it gives me a terrible headache whereas white wine doesn't give me any kind of hangover whatsoever so to get the taste and the benefits i usually stick with rosé fair that's a fair point and when i used to work in a supermarket i worked at the end of a beers wines and spirits section and the amount of bottles of red wine i knocked off oh, no. oh god it, it, it used to make my entire aisle stink it and was. i hated it it gave me gave me the worst headaches yeah there's well, nothing worse than spilled wine oh exactly and the yeah. well that would probably be red you wine. sitting there with a straw <laughs> going don't waste it don't yeah. waste it yeah. <laughs> Using like a a, a a dish rag, like soaking it up and then just like wringing it out in my mouth. <laughs> Wasn't there something that happened in The Simpsons like that where Probably. I was mopping up beer and uh, then soaking was, it? Oh, Barney. Yeah, there was. Well, okay. Well, yeah, there's that. I was going to say, I think a beer truck ter- overturned or something. No, that yeah. was sugar. Oh, God. I can't remember. Too many Simpsons episodes in my brain. Yeah, far too many. <laughs> <laughs> but, um,. Yes. that'll be for our Simpsons podcast. There you go, yes. <laughs> I actually could do a Simpsons podcast, oh. honestly. Like, I love that show. Yeah. Well, well loved. I, yeah, it, oh, that's, that's a tough one, yeah. See, here's what I think. I think all the people that we grew up loving, uh, mm. their wit and humor, as they got older, they got less funny. I think they got stabilized or something (laughs) that's possible but also i think a lot of it is based on controversy as well and bearing in mind that i recently just saw that hank azaria is yeah saw that which i thought was an absolute joke yeah yeah i mean 31 seasons he's done that for and now it's a problem yeah oh yeah we'll save that for our simpsons episode Let me warn you now. This is prom- this might be a controversial episode. Yeah. Let's just say that. We got there's oh. a few, few things that uh, might might uh, rustle a few feathers. Let's say yes, rustle them jimmies. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, speaking of which, that's a perfect segue. Uh, kind of. How, oh, sort of. Uh, how about the news of the week? Yeah, I'm going to ask you first. Do you want to start with good news or bad news? In real life, I always start with bad news first, so I can end yep. with the good news. So okay. let's 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 reverse it. 
Yes. Good. Good. So, we've got a couple of uh, potential confirmations. One now has actually been confirmed officially. One is still in the rumour mill. So, take this one with a slight grain of salt, say. Mm -hmm. Bioshock, the collection, mm -hmm. has been rated by both a Taiwanese and Brazilian rating board for yeah. the Switch. Yeah. I... But, mm -hmm. as well as Xbox One and PS4, so they look like remasters. Oh, right. Right. Mm. Um, yeah, but that that makes sense. Um... Yeah, uh, especially since 2K recently came out and said that they're making a new Bioshock game. Yeah, I'm... Very interested to see where they go with that. Uh, Me too, and I'd be quite interested because I haven't actually played Bioshock since uh, the first one came out on 360. Oh yeah. Oh, see, I still remember. I it was the first E3 that I watched that I got chills from. Yeah, and that was when they did the sneak peek <clears throat> of uh, Bioshock the original. Um, and it was uh, then they had a, a whole behind the scenes thing about how. Uh, they rendered the water and I just yeah. goosebumps. I was like, this is the, because that's what I had always used as a kid growing up was mm -hmm. uh, water was the thing that would tell me if a game was, you know, progressive or not. Like, yeah, exactly. One of my favorite, favorite games as, um, as a little one was um, a game that's called Journeyman. Mm -hmm. uh, it came free with several uh, computers that had Windows oh, 95 <laughs> at the time. Mm. Or was it 98? I think it was 95. Uh, it may have been. It was very much like Myst, uh, so that it was yep. kind of static, but kind of not. Um, okay. And the only time I would kind of be unimmersed is when you had to go down to... There was a... Um, a water, I don't know, I think it launched a ship, you know, like what yeah. we c considered a moon pool in Subnautica. Um, and the water was static and didn't move, but you could hear yeah. the, the sounds of it. And oh, I, cool. yeah, I remember looking at it going, one day, one day there will be games where there's like water, rendered water. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then when Tomb Raider came out and you could swim, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I did the same thing pretty much with animated movies. Oh, yeah. You would look at it and you go, okay, this water doesn't stick mm -hmm. at all. And then, then some films started really pushing the boundaries on what they could do mm -hmm. with the physics and the and the graphics of water yeah. to the point where we, you know, obviously Bioshock, we got a full freaking game set underwater. Yes. Which, and it's beautiful. I mean, oh, yeah, it is, but... I mean, the narrative of that game is quite impressive, but oh, I, yeah. I have to say, I wasn't a big fan of the mechanics of the game. I, yeah, I could, I would actually agree with that. Um, I, I would, clunky. I would be interested to, I would be interested to go back and try it again to see mm -hmm. whether or not the remaster has actually made me change my opinion of that because I think I was a bit hasty on that one. I played yeah. it for a couple of hours and then went, I'm not sure I'm enjoying this, but. The narrative was oh. was what kept me interested for that those couple of hours at least. Yeah, I've always liked how they did the retro future thing uh, in the same yeah. way that Fallout did, but they did it with its own identity. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, it's set in the nineteen fifties, isn't mm -hmm. it? Like, yeah, you know, there was a lot of 
interesting discussion about um ethics and stuff like that yeah it's it's actually really good like uh i believe this week uh i want to verify this before i open my mouth and and uh, sure okay the thing is it was uh uh-huh i was gonna say just whilst you're having a little look up i was gonna say we we did have another collection that was due oh, that yeah. was rumored but is now officially confirmed is mm-hmm. the metro collection for the switch ah. so that's uh, metro 2033 and last light not exodus the most recent one and they've been confirmed for the 28th of february very good excellent yes. excellent um that's another one that is like i've always admired metro 2033 because it's i believe it's um a russian game studio i think made it yeah it is it's kind of was a small thing but graphically it was so progressive and so stunning uh yeah that was the thing that was the thing that impressed me about this is i know obviously it's a 360 game but at the time that was pretty much killing computers Mm -hmm. you know the the it, it was basically maximizing the um, the graphics on most computers to the point where most people couldn't regularly run it. Right. So to see that now on a portable console is going to be quite impressive to see. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm very excited for that. Yeah, me too. Um, I can't... Okay, so I can't verify what I, I wanted to say, uh, but it there was something going around Twitter that uh, Elon Musk had quoted uh, Andrew Ryan... Oh, right. And uh, people misunderstood and didn't realize he was doing it kind of ironically. Uh, yeah, but that's because he, Elon Musk is a bit of an internet meme lord. He is. I I do not hide my fascination and uh, enjoyment of him. I very much like him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I, I do as well. But yeah. there are some, some things he said is a little bit... Maybe not. He... he yeah, he... he uh, uh shoots from the hip <laughs> yeah and you should you should know all about that yeah but um anyway i can't verify that he in fact okay did quote andrew ryan this week um that, that is fine but it's possible it could have could or could not have happened yes but uh but having said that i do love that speech at the end uh yeah it is off. brilliant to be fair yeah. Uh, anyway, it definitely yes. fits with the uh, the whole theme of that game of you know scientific advancement over the mm-hmm. ethics of hu- of human creationism and all that sort of thing you know yeah and it's very very uh, the whole game is existential it's it is, quite an interesting one you can separate the politics from it um but yeah. ultimately i mean it's based on Anne rand's uh book i want to say it was uh, atlas shrugged and that's yeah. why Atlas is in there. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's about when you first play it, you think uh, if you've read Ayn Rand, um, you you think that oh, this is a pro, uh, you know, capitalist pro Ayn Rand game. Um, yeah. And then it turns on you midway. Uh, yeah. I've always liked that. Yeah, that yeah. that one eighty flip is is very yeah. very solid. I've really enjoyed that, and yeah. I think a lot of games should shouldn't be afraid to do that sort of yeah. thing if they've got a subject matter that is quite mm-hmm. 
controversial. You know, yeah. Co- controversial. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> they they should lean full into that. You know, they should oh, look yeah. at look at the both aspects of the argument and go. Well, you yep. make a decision. You choose how you want to take this, especially with games now, more so than what they were probably doing in the 360 era, is that freedom of choice. Yeah, um, and that's something that I've always enjoyed about... Uh, God, I can't believe I'm going to say this again. Uh, Bethesda with... Of course. <laughs> Skyrim, New Vegas, um, yep. and then, you know, not Bethesda, Outer Worlds. Um, mm-hmm which you have to make a decision and no decision is perfect. Uh, yeah. They I, each have drawbacks I, and I like that. I am glad that you mentioned that because mm-hmm. um, from what I've heard about the Outer Worlds, there are so many decisions in there that are up to yeah. the interpretation and can completely screw up the world or whatever <laughs> way you decide to do it can basically be done for your own gain yeah. or for the or for the benefit of the rest of the world. And yes, I swear the review is coming out. Um, I didn't but, go ask. But I'm, I uh, apparently, because I do know the Obsidian formula so well, I yeah. picked all the amazing choices and everyone I've talked to has been like, how did you get that ending? And I was like, I just... <laughs> I know how to do it. <laughs> you, you, but that you will... power games Bethesda, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, of course so you did. That will be in the review. But uh, I've had a, a crazy week, uh, which we'll, yeah. we'll talk about more in the upcoming episodes. But uh, Yeah, of course. I'll be throwing a convention, so it kind of rocked my review time a bit. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad you kind of mentioned that now, because I was going to ask you to explain that at the end. So we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, leave, we'll, we'll, we'll leave that to the end. Yeah, yeah. But yes, so let's continue on. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to have to move on to some bad news here, I'm afraid. And this is bad news for the fans of free games. Yeah. Uh, It's a lot of the fan base, to be fair. So Mm -hmm. it's now being called the season of delays. And (laughs) pretty apt, to be honest. Yeah. So this week alone, we've had three games delayed. Mm -hmm. um, And I'll take them in order of when they're going to be released now. Sure. So... Final Fantasy VII Remake has been delayed by a month mm-hmm. to April 10th. Marvel's Avengers, the game by Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix, mm-hmm. has been delayed until September 4th. So that's a three-month delay. Yeah. Or four, three or four months. Mm, yeah. And Cyberpunk 2077, uh, CG Project Red's uh, seven or eight-year darling project, is now being delayed to September 17th. So a six-month delay. Yeah. Um... Or Oh, five months, sorry. Right, oh, my math right. Um, um, yeah. So, so what do you make of this? I, okay, personal feelings. Final Fantasy Remake is purposely being delayed. You reckon? I do. Um, I think that's a timing issue. They want it on its, like, released away from other things. Uh, uh, is this, do you think then because because you raised a good point there <laughs> this is moving away from animal crossing i do uh, okay yeah, yeah i would probably agree with you there i even know that final fantasy 7 was going to be out at the beginning of the month mm-hmm. there this does give it more than enough time for people to go okay animal crossing i've had this for three four weeks yeah uh that can be like a side game that i play here and there but i want a narrative game so there you go yeah because also don't forget uh as beautiful as 
it's going to be, and I feel that it is. Final Fantasy VII Remake is a remake. So, yes. I mean, I know there's a lot of new generation that haven't played it, but yeah. ultimately you're still re-releasing a game. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's, you know, if you had a choice between a brand new anticipated game or a anticipated remake, I think most people are going to choose the anticipated game. Brand new. I think I think you're right there, actually. Yeah. So I'm not going to disagree. Personally, I think that's a marketing move. Um, Cyberpunk mm. has me has me a bit vexed in that they're pushing it so far forward. Yeah, yeah, they are. That it's going to come out a month before the uh, new consoles are rumored to drop. Uh, yeah, that's a strange I- one. I don't think it's that strange, if I'm honest. Okay. This is very fitting of CD Projekt Red. Very fitting. Most people don't seem to remember how many times The Witcher 3 was delayed. That's very true. Oh, gosh, yeah, that's very yeah, true. That game got delayed and delayed and delayed, and look at how that came out. Yeah. I think if anyone is negative about CD Projekt Red delaying this game, need to look into why they delay games and just look at the absolute quality that they put out yeah because they take their time they make no apologies for that whatsoever mm-hmm. they want the best experience out there for anyone and based on what i saw behind closed doors yes the game is looking fantastic mm-hmm. but there are moments where the game doesn't run fantastically right so i think it needs a little bit more time in the oven yeah. and that can only improve it uh, I agree. I absolutely agree with that. Yeah, for sure. And to be honest, they are absolutely pushing the hell out of this hardware that I wouldn't be surprised if this mm-hmm. is cross-generational at this point. I, I think it's going to have to be. Um, I, I, yeah, I just I just feel in my gut that it's, it's going to have to be. It's just too... The timing is, you know... Yeah. Even if I, they... On, mm-hmm. oh, go on. Oh, I was going to say, even if they didn't come out with a, you know, next-gen version, you know, until January or something, it's mm-hmm. it's just too close to the next-gen that they won't release. Of course. Know. Yeah. I mean, I I didn't really think about that when I saw the delay. I All I was thinking of when I was sitting on the bus reading this going, damn it, why do I have to wait longer for this? <laughs> but... Yeah. I understand the reasoning. We did mention that Miyamoto quite a couple of weeks ago, obviously, mm-hmm. and it's still as apt as possible, mm-hmm. you know. Um, for me, the delay makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's annoying. It's frustrating yeah. for those people who have waited seven years for this game. Yeah. Like, they've they've announced this a long time ago. Oh, but yes, yes, yes. Uh, like I said, CD Projekt Red have, very, have a good track record for this sort of thing, mm-hmm. and... I think this will only help the game, but I wouldn't be surprised if, based on what we see here, they have already put the works in on the next generation versions. Yeah. And if it is to be believed that uh, Xbox Series X isn't going to have any exclusives for two years, mm-hmm. then crazy. this would make this would make complete sense that yeah. we would get a Series X version of this on day one. Yeah. Oh, when when the console launches, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, because if you think about it, even if it's not exclusive, if Xbox Series X drops first, yeah, uh, 
it kind of will be exclusive, if that makes sense. Uh, For sure. Yeah, because, you know, obviously you can't buy a PS5 if there isn't any, so... No, but yeah. we don't necessarily know when those no. those consoles are coming out. And no, if my head hazard a guess, mm-hmm. it is probably going to be early to late October, early November yeah. for sure. To to be able to capitalize on oh, those yeah. Black Friday sales and all that sort of thing, to be able to yeah get get them boxes under under the Christmas tree next absolutely. this coming year. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we'll move on to Marvel Avengers because. I don't know about you. I don't care. I don't care. I have no desire. And and I hate that, but no, I'm not going to lie. I just don't care. <laughs> I mean, uh, we we know your opinion on the Avengers anyway. <laughs> it's um, true. I have made to be that honest with you, To be perfectly honest with you, this wasn't nearly enough for me to want to go and look at it at EGX. It's not nearly mm-hmm. enough for me to go and spend 50 to 60 quid on Ex- this Right. All. Right. No, there's and nothing I, standing out to me. I for, for do worry about their tactics with this as well because they've already started talking about post-launch stuff and okay. all that sort of thing uh, like early. You know, they said that they wanted to support this game for years to come. It looks yeah. like it's got live service updates to it, and that worries me. I mean, loot boxes. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be loot boxes, but DLC characters. Definitely that's what DLC. Yeah. Look at how many characters have made it into the Avengers in the comics alone. Oh god. You know, you just have to look at how many people were classed as Avengers in the movies in the cinematic universe as well. Yeah. I mean Wolverine is technically an Avenger. Yeah. He spent I some mean, time avenging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they I are the uh, Avengers, not the Prevengers. Yeah. But I I think yeah. Spider Man was as well. Spider Man has been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Reed Richards has been. Yeah, and I think Iceman. Um, uh, yes, he has. I also believe that maybe Silver Surfer has. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, yeah, because he's very powerful. Yeah, he's very cool. I actually really like Silver Surfer. Um, yeah, until Lawrence Fishburne just pooped all over him in the movie. <laughs> and that's probably not Lawrence Fishburne's fault. Right. I would think... let's, just, let's just put that on record then. Yeah. <clears throat> That 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 was a bad script. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, because they they made Galactus into a cloud. I, yeah. Ugh. Oh God. That's not. That's... <laughs> okay, we'll save that for our uh, cinematic universe cast. <laughs> uh, not even just that, just our film our film cast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to go into that because I could have called it our sin cast, but that would be nicking well, someone else's podcast. Yeah, exactly. Oh, sin. By the way, if you love movies, check out a sin cast because that's bloody brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, oh God, I'm not looking forward to talking about this <laughs> at all. I really not. <laughs> uh, this has to involve Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, come back, you know, Smash Brothers. Yeah, we'll give you ten minutes if you have no interest oh, in this. Skip forward ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> basically, on Thursday, the uh, I believe the sixteenth was it? Yeah, the sixteenth of January for present year, twenty twenty. Yes. We had a Sakurai direct where he showed off the newest character and the fifth character of the first Fighters Pass, and mm-hmm. I'm, I the reason why I mentioned first. Yes. Is various reasons. So, this direct 
was a little bit interesting because we had absolutely no clue going in who mm-hmm. this even was and speculation was absolutely oh. rampant as always yes yeah. so people, yeah. like even a couple of days like they announced this like in the mid in, i think it was the tuesday and then by the thursday it was it was out yeah and there was an odd picture of sakurai holding a free up which was very very strange yes yes like so most people speculated this could have something to do with either sora because of kingdom hearts mm-hmm. free that's the the biggest one i saw was uh, yep. the sora or, speculation or dante because of devil may cry free getting the switch release soon oh, right right yeah because we had a trailer that came out not long before like before this direct mm-hmm. that basically showed Dante's uh freeform switching in Devil May Cry 3 in the Switch version, mm-hmm. which is something that's actually new to that game. Yeah. So that was quite cool. So people speculated that was something to do with it. And but it does have something to do with a free mm-hmm. because Byleth from Fire Emblem Free Houses <laughs> has yep. been announced first as the fifth character due for release on the 28th of january mm-hmm. now do you know much about fire emblem um i don't uh we've spoke about it before um yeah it seems like a series that i should be all about uh and mm-hmm. yet i've never quite cracked it so no neither have i i do mm-hmm. like strategy rpgs they mm-hmm. do sound they are very but this one just sounds like waifu simulator that's, to be honest yeah i'm gonna be honest i know that's gonna ruffle a few feathers but uh yeah that's kind but of what's kept me away it's kind of what i've seen along the twitter sphere anyway generally over the fire emblem comes out is oh this person is my waifu you know <laughs> that kind of really puts me off because it's not really talking about the merits of the game whatsoever it's right. just talking about the uh the cool designs of the characters which actually yeah they are very well designed um yeah i i read a behind the scenes character development thing uh yeah the guy that created it i hate i hate not having his names but yeah sorry people i'm hungover um (laughs) that's fine but uh he did not like female characters to be strong he wanted them to be uh, soft and okay. cute, and uh, oh dear, yeah. So if you if you look that up, like it it doesn't do anything for me. I uh, no. yeah, I I like to see strong people. <laughs> yeah, of course. I think I think I do as well because yeah. everyone human, everyone is different. Not mm-hmm. all of one gender is weak right. or whatever because right. that's not true. Right. But let me just say one a few things about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. The fallout from this has been problematic. Mm-hmm. To put it very, very lightly. Yes. If you've been on Twitter, uh, you've seen it. Get off Twitter now if you can. Because, <laughs> geez, yeah. this is not going to get any better oh. or any worse. I yeah. think it could probably get worse, but yeah. good God. Um. It's been awful, to say the least, and um, most of this has come about from people going, another Fire Emblem character? Why? Right. Look, I'm going to say this as someone who absolutely loves Smash Brothers and has no affiliation to Fire Emblem whatsoever, but Jesus Christ, this character looks cool as hell. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, definitely. For once. Yeah. For once, an anime swordsman mm-hmm. actually looks interesting because yeah. it's not just an anime swordsman. They actually have free weapons, which is cool as hell. The yeah. From people I've heard speaking about who know Fire Emblem, they've designed this character fantastically with the weapons triangle from Free Houses. Oh, wow. Absolutely brilliant. They have basically assigned a different weapon to each input, so up, down, huh. and uh, awesome. uh, up, down, and the left and right, basically. Mm-hmm. So uh, each move will do something completely different, basically. So you could have a spear, an axe, or a sword. Very cool. Great. Fantastic. Yeah. Love that. Absolutely love that. This looks like a character for the pro players, not for the regular character, the regular ah, players. Ah, right. He looks very technical. That's Ooh. why I'm interested because I think people haven't realised this is that this this game has pushed millions of units mm-hmm. and is an absolute mainstay at pretty much every tournament. Oh yeah. Nintendo aren't stupid to know that. They not they can't cater they can't just cater for the casual audience. They do have to cater for the pro players oh, as yes, well. For sure. And I think he wanted I think the team there, as well as Sakurai, wanted to do that with Hero. Mm-hmm. Um but they couldn't because of the random critical chance strike that yeah. they get, which made it very imbalanced. Now that's very synonymous with Dragon Quest, and it's very cool design, mm-hmm. but it's not a competitive thing. Right. This character looks massively technical and i am liking the prospect of what we're going to see from the combo uh, mm-hmm. combo creators i like but, that. uh that's a very what? interesting take um i actually hadn't considered that but i think you've you've hit it right on the mark uh yeah, yeah. i mean look at look at all the characters that we've got so far from this fighter's past I mean, there are five characters we we'll call it six because of piranha mm-hmm. plant as well <laughs> yes um Piranha Plant is a defensive technical character. Very defensive and very mm-hmm. technical as well. Yeah. Joker mm-hmm. is a is an offensive beast, but also quite a technical character. Mm-hmm. Um Hero, a very technical character. Mm-hmm. Banjo and Kazooie, <laughs> a very technical character. Are we getting a theme here? Yeah. <laughs> Terry. Just look at Terry. He oh, goodness, yes. ridiculously hard to play because it relies on you knowing his series. Mm-hmm. And SNK fighters, fighters are very technical. Yeah. We are, the theme is, is that these characters are hard to play. Right. You've paid for them, get your money's worth out of them. A- yes, exactly. That's not to say that there are other characters in the roster that aren't very technical. Just look at Mario. Mario is your middle of the road character. Mm-hmm. He is appeals yeah. to everyone. He is defensive. He's got base stats basically. Mm-hmm. That's it. He can be picked up by anyone. But then you look at someone like Incineroar. Mm-hmm. My God, he's hard to play because he's a grappler. Grappler are notorious yeah. for being hard characters to play. Yep, yeah, absolutely. But that's what people don't seem to understand is this is a choice that is made for people who are fans yeah and the reaction we've got from this is not another fire emblem character we've got eight fire emblem characters we've got this and oh not another anime swordsman (laughs) honestly i'm gonna say this right now i hate the smash community sometimes especially the casuals who have not been there for every cycle Mm -hmm. like i have been 
Yeah. People don't seem to remember. We spoke about this off air briefly, mm -hmm. but I wanted to save this. People don't seem to remember the reaction that Marth and Roy got in Melee. Mm-hmm. Yep. They were hated. Mm -hmm. Nobody wanted them in the game at all because it was this niche Japanese series mm -hmm. that no one had ever heard of. It's very true. But look at what they are now. They've been in air. Well, apart from Roy, Marth has been in every game since. Mm -hmm. They've had a Fire Emblem character in every game since. Nintendo regards Fire Emblem as one of their flagship series now. Yes, and absolutely. rightly so. Mm -hmm. Of course they're going to have another Fire Emblem character. Absolutely. Yeah. Look, I know expectations were high, and that's the problem, I think, is why yeah. most of the people have been angry about this, because the expectation was too high. Mm-hmm. I, I, Ban yeah. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say this. I think Banjo Kazooie didn't help that. Yeah. Yeah. I I can see exactly what where you're coming from. Uh, and I think you're you're right. Um, that's what happens with all of these, you know, Smash announcements. Is, yeah. Um, everybody is just expecting. Well, everyone has their own opinion, and what they feel yeah. is, you know the the character that should you know be next or whatever of course but yeah there's there's a method to this there's a reason behind it but they're not seeing that they're only seeing oh my character wasn't picked you know? oh yeah but her but her but her <laughs> yes exactly because that's essentially what the twitter realm has been for the last few yes, days it's, it has i did you happen to see the person who changed their name on there? I think this was put up on our Discord group. Oh, of someone no. who changed their name to Byleth Hate Group. Oh, gosh. No. Yeah, I'm not I know. surprised, though, after everything oh, I've seen. But, yeah. I, I don't know. So, look, just temper expectations. Just bear in mind that Sakurai and his team don't have to support this game post-launch. Post mm -hmm. But they have. And they are doing more. Absolutely. So there are six. So the other thing that was announced, there were a few other things. We are getting six more characters that are leading mm -hmm. right up until the end of 2021. Right. Even that has gotten hate, and I don't know why. Uh, yeah. That's, Did that's you hear strange. that? I Yeah. It... Why is it taking so long to get six characters when five were pushed out in about a year is the along the lines of what I've heard. It's because, here's the honest truth, it's it's a marketing thing because Nintendo yeah. does not have a new console, a second gen con or next gen console coming out. So there you go. They've they, got to do something to keep yes, up with them. Exactly. And this is how they do it. This is their money maker. Um, yeah. So. Smash Brothers, their highest selling mm -hmm. game in their series and yes. one of their highest selling games of all time. Yeah. Also going to keep this going as long as Absolutely. possible. As long as it still brings the numbers in at Evo and Frosty Fastings mm -hmm. and stuff like that and all the tournaments. Yeah. Also going to make, they're going to make more characters. It was obvious. Yeah. I mean, they'd already said that they were going to do more. Mm -hmm. They've officially confirmed it. And to be fair, we're getting six this time, not five. Yeah, I mean, Piranha Plant was a was an a, was an early bonus for people, yeah. but technically, if you wanted to, you can still buy him. Mm -hmm. He's technically a sixth character on that. He's not part of the pass, but he's still a sixth character. Yeah. So we're having twelve post-launch characters by the end of twenty twenty-one. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That's Taking that roster to nearly ninety characters. Yeah. I mean, just shut up. You've exactly. got enough already. 
Exactly. Jesus. <laughs> this is why I hate the Smash community sometimes. Like, it's crazy. It's utterly mm-hmm. crazy, the reaction that this has got. And yeah. to the point where we did have a topic that we were going to cover next week. Mm-hmm. We could have done this week, but I felt that it wasn't quite enough. Right. But we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that more next week, obviously, yeah. properly. Yeah. But you need to temper expectations, people. Mm-hmm. You know, just because he's holding up a free doesn't mean that Dante is there or Sora is there or whoever is there. I had this out with someone on our Discord, and maybe I'm going to put this on record. Maybe I got a little bit heated myself in the opposite direction. (laughs) But, you know, I don't believe that Sora is ever making it into this game. Ever. I I do. Only for one reason. Mm -hmm. Because Disney. Disney. You know, Square Enix don't own Sora, they part own Sora. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to get Donald or Goofy, so don't even think about that because they are Disney characters. No, but Nintendo would have to pay a lot. Do you really think that they're going to that Nintendo's cash cow is really going to cut some of its profits just to cut <laughs> Disney in? Nah, nah, not a chance. Mm-mm. No, bearing in mind that when Sony and Disney were doing that deal for Spider Man, mm-hmm. they wanted then. This has caused the controversy at the back up, back end of last year, where Disney wanted five percent of box office takes. Yeah. Even though they already had a contract in place saying they get all the marketing and image rights and all that sort of thing, yeah. they still wanted to be greedy, which is why Sony went, "No, yeah, we're walking away." Yes, they come come to a deal, but that's because uh, that's because Disney had to hold their head in shame. Mm-hmm. And- yeah, they had to put the cone of shame on <laughs> and go back to them with their tail between their legs and go, mm-hmm. right, let's actually do a proper deal here, not be greedy. Yeah. They won't yeah. do that with Nintendo. They don't respect Nintendo at no. all. No. Not they aren't going to do that. No. Otherwise, we would have had more Kingdom Hearts games on, on Nintendo platforms. Yeah. Just saying. Absolutely. Um, so, I think... Yeah. That's my speculation corner over. Just let, <laughs> let it be known. Yes, because there was one slight good thing that came out of that announcement. Oh, yeah. You go ahead and say. Oh, well, there is a uh, new me costume, which is Cuphead. Boo, cares. <laughs> Way! Yeah, let's, let's clear now. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say nobody cares about me costumes, but that's a good one. They yeah. included a music track with it as well, which is brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch this by any chance? Did I watch the direct? Yeah. Uh, no, I caught the aftermath. <laughs> okay. Have you have you seen the video of when Cuphead uh, costume was announced? Uh, no, I saw a parody of it, which was a yeah. bit confusing. They put <laughs> yeah, they put so much effort into this one. This was the flagship one, and they wait until the very end, <laughs> and they actually had a really cool thing where they actually did the the storybook. Oh, neat. Where it's actually so the pictures actually are backgrounds of stages from Smash. Oh, that's cool. It, it was very, very well done, and yeah. I'm I'm pleased. I'll probably need to go check that out. I like you Cuphead. should. Yeah, it was very good. I'm a fan of Cuphead, but mm-hmm. I never completed because it it's I'll, such a it's rock so hard mess. <laughs> I, 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 I I still wanted hair at the end of that playthrough. Oh my goodness! It, it's like it's very reminiscent of of games from from childhood where 
it's just difficult there's just you know yeah. it's just difficult. i do love that though i yeah it's like it's a weird kind of nostalgia where you like it but hate it <laughs> yeah but that's the thing is we're getting games like that with the soulsborne games and mm-hmm. i hate that term to I, be honest well yeah <laughs> i hate that term it's like oh just because a game is hard it's now a soulsborne or you yeah. know it's a it's a bloodborne or a or a dark blood souls, souls. Yeah. Uh, I like the up. Blood Souls. Uh, yeah. Portman. I don't. Do, I think is the word. For that. <laughs> I really don't like that term. <laughs> uh, it's like a Metroidvania. Oh, the Met. To be honest, the Metroidvania makes sense. You know, but you shouldn't class a whole genre based yeah. around like Just two games. That's yeah. yeah. It's like okay. All right, Super Metroid is an absolute classic, mm-hmm. and so is um, so is Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Absolutely, and they are the absolute pinnacle of that sort of you know exploratory two D sort of mm-hmm. games. But that doesn't mean that you should make a whole genre called to them, right? <laughs> you know, they are. If you had to call them anything, they are just open ended platformer adventure games. Yeah, I yeah I could see that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. So, so can we drop the Metroidvania and the Souls, Souls like or Blood Souls or? Yeah, I I would like to do that. Let's let's uh, yeah <laughs> stick with yeah. genre names. But yeah. um, okay, that that wraps news up for this week. Um, yeah. And we move on to our next segment, which. Actually, literally, will be super brief. Because, okay. Because I am not all here. <laughs> no. Okay. We'll let you off on that one. Yeah. So this is our segment called "You Got This." It's a around uh, about two minute segment where you just kind of sit and reflect for the upcoming. I keep saying reflect. You can't reflect forward. Um, no. You you can't. But. The the sentiment is there. We know what you're saying. Yeah. Think about, meditate, I don't know, Uh, (laughs) the coming week. Uh, Meditate, speculate, accumulate, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all the rhyming words. Um, Yeah. (laughs) It'll be our our first Rapid Reviews radio rap. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That was not easy to say. Um, No, it doesn't sound like it was. (laughs) So this you got this segment. It's it's very brief this week um, and very simple. Um, I like simple thoughts. Uh, I'm a simple person, and um, but no, you're not. <laughs> not after last night's conversation. Oh, you are not. Well, see, this kind of ties into that. Um, okay. Cool. I'm I'm very public and have been for the last two years. Uh, that you know I have been on a mental health journey i know people hate the term journey but it is what it is that's it what really it is, is. For me. yeah and um i have been trying to uh well i just want to become a better person and move forward in life that's i'm always growing always learning always moving forward that's the type i am it's what the human race should strive to be really to be yeah. fair yeah yeah, and one thing I've learned, uh, you know, through weightlifting and, and just other sports training, ugh, cardio, is that um, I like to train my weaknesses. Um, yeah. And mm. when it when it comes to sports, cardio is my weakness. I hate it, 
but I will. Yeah, I think most people do. Oof, but I will always train it because it's where I'm weakest at. Yeah. So having said that, that leads us right into uh, this week's topic, uh, which is, I'm going to read a quote, which is, asking for help isn't weak. It's a great example of how to take care of yourself. Um, I think there's a lot of stigma uh, attached to uh, asking for help. Um, yep. I know that I was raised different than most people. Um, mm-hmm. And I was raised to believe that strength, strength of character, strength of physical, just strength was the ultimate goal of everything. Yeah. Um, and so to ask for help would be weak. So um, I learned to suppress all of that. And the problem is now I'm an adult, an actual bona fide adult. <laughs> Ooh, scary. It's very scary. <laughs> and Because um, I don't feel like an adult at all. Um, but uh, so a lot of the stuff I've suppressed through the years is starting to leak out. Um, mm. And I eventually, uh, in in the kind of October, November of 2018, I had to ask for help. Um, I, mm-hmm. I was just in a very dark place. And it has been amazing. Now, it took a while. Because, again, I'm in the UK, so I'm going through the NHS. And, yeah, it does uh, take a while. For it the does. NHS. And I recently had to change therapist because I didn't quite gel with my current one. That uh, does happen too. It does happen. And you can ask for another. Um, and next week I'll be getting my, uh, you know, who I'm assigned. Um, yep. But regardless, the point being that uh, having someone else who perhaps understands the human brain and the human emotional system uh, explain things to me has helped leaps and bounds. Um, and honestly, I'm not weak for asking help for help. Um, Nobody is. You yeah. should never feel like you are a weaker person just because you have to ask for help. If anything, Absolutely. it makes you a stronger person yes. for knowing where your weaknesses are and yes. where to develop further. Absolutely. Um and uh I'm I feel stronger for it uh for asking for mm. help. I have I have things in place now that uh, I can read, I can go to uh yep. that, you know keeps me keeps my thoughts in a in a more positive direction. Yeah. Um and I don't know. It's just, it's what I needed. And I'm a pretty freaking strong person. <laughs> I'm most resilient AF. Yeah, so. yeah, most of the time you usually are until yeah, possibly it's... a few drinks. Yes, yes. Um, so I would say my, my mental weakness has always been an emotional thing, which again, yeah. I meant to mention, um, but if you've been a listener for the past episodes then you're very aware of it uh 2019 yeah. i was uh, diagnosed with autism um yeah which explained so much if i yeah. hadn't asked for help i would have never found that out and i would have still 
been walking around going, I'm an alien. I have been stranded here by another race. I don't belong here. I don't fit with any of these people. Um, But now that I know, I don't walk around like that. I mean, I still feel different because I am a different, my brain is different. But uh, I'm not. But that doesn't make you an alien. Yeah, I'm not beating myself up over it now. Um, Of course. So, yes, I would highly encourage you that if things just feel off, ask for help and you can do it privately and you never have to tell anyone. Um, I choose to just because I want other people out there to know that a strong person can ask for help. Um, Yeah. And I think that's good as well because, I don't know, it's just a strong person asking for help shows weakness and everyone has weakness. There's nothing wrong with having weakness. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be strong for everybody all the time. You don't have... Whereas it's also on the other end, you don't have to be weak all the time. You can mm-hmm. be strong. Yes. You know, you can be whatever, whatever the heck you want to be. Absolutely. But you just, you just have to know where your your strengths and your weaknesses lie. And when you do want to work on those weaknesses, you, if you can't do it alone, then just, you know, bite your, you know, yep. buck up and just go. Okay, I need help. I Absolutely. can't do this alone. There is no harm and no problem with asking for help. It's actually one of the, it's one of the scariest things that you can do. <laughs> it is, but it lifts a weight off your off your oh, mind yeah. completely, knowing that you can trust someone with some with something that has been plaguing you for mm-hmm. a very long time. It's always the hardest step to do that the first time. It is, but when you finally do make that step, it makes things so much easier because you can then start to sympathize with people who have done that before mm-hmm. a lot more. Exactly. Um, um, one thing I will say um, before we wrap it up is uh, I am very vocal on uh, Facebook and Twitter about my struggles. Um, yeah. And yes, of course, I get the people going, you know, what is this car crash? But I mostly... It's interesting to read, though. Yeah. I have to say, I get lots, lots of messages of people, uh, male and female, uh, going, I'm exactly this way. Thank you for being yeah. vocal about it. I'm not, you know, I'm not alone now. I'm not, I'm not an alien, yeah. you know? Um, mm. And that's what kind of keeps me going, is when people say, thank you for publicly saying what i think you know yeah exactly it's a good thing i mean yeah i i know that i don't generally tend to put most of that on social media because i don't most people I don't. don't like yeah. literally everybody knowing exactly mm-hmm. what's going on i do because well i have trust issues with people mm-hmm. sometimes that's I, based I on a lot of a path that i've had a lot you know yeah. over the years you know i've had people abusing my trust mm-hmm. over the over many many years so i i need to be very careful about who i feel like i can trust yes but but kylie knows most of it because (laughs) you know we go to each other all the time and that was Mm -hmm. the hardest thing the first time was saying you know she was saying to me a load of things and it was like Mm -hmm. okay you you're asking for help like i can help you but then it didn't feel like i reciprocated at all because i was just like I was a bit more of a closed book. So one day I just went, right, this is what's going on. I need to tell you. Cause... Yeah. yeah. And then and then from there, it sort of just broke the stigma a little bit. Yeah. And now we feel like we can talk about it quite openly. We can, we can help each other mm-hmm. like more than we can help ourselves. Exactly. And that right there is the key to this whole thing. Um, is there's more 
power, more strength, and, uh, you know, more people. Yeah, you've heard the term strength in numbers. Absolutely, yes. Um, so don't don't be afraid to ask for help. It is not a sign of weakness. And as always, uh, I'm going to wrap up this very long segment. With <laughs> it's you. very necessary. Yes. Um, you've got this. Uh, and yep. we are always here around uh for for a message if you need to um i can yeah. absolutely attest that pete is a fabulous listener <laughs> and uh, I, I, can, I can be when i'm in the right state of mind i guess yeah and um so you know don't be afraid reach out um yeah and there's always remember the, that yeah there's not just us there was there's yes. a samaritan's national exactly. suicide line if you are in america yes. or other places as well just get on the internet and have a look if you feel like one of your friends or one of your family can't exactly help you through and you need a bit more professional help mm -hmm. they are there for you too but you know that's not to take away from the fact that we can also maybe give you some advice if we can or we can just sit we'll there and shut up the... and let you talk yeah yeah or point you in the right direction so yeah all right well we'll wrap that up uh yeah with a... that was a good segment yeah. i think yeah. that was very important because yeah. you know been a lot of stuff that's been going on over mm -hmm. the week that you've had a vent about to me and i yeah. i'm more than happy to listen to you to yeah. be honest even though <laughs> most of it was rambling drunkness yeah. <laughs> it's true it's fine i get talkative when I... <laughs> no it, it's totally understandable i might not um, hear from you all week and then you gonna... become like See, loose lips that's one thing you have to understand uh dear listeners is if you have a friend that is on the autism spectrum uh mm. you may not hear from them for a week or two weeks but yeah. to them that ha it hasn't been a week it no it's time just normal, doesn't pass it? for us yeah and our feelings for people don't change uh, yeah. with the passage of time. Uh, now, I know I'm, I'm being kind of generic, but, I mean, that mm -hmm. does seem to be kind of across the board. So, yeah. uh, if you don't hear from me, it has no bearing on <laughs> what I think of our friendship. And of I course, think but it, that's been yeah. a hard thing for, for a lot of people to understand. So, yeah. Uh, yeah but it, but... Let's just say it does make it a little bit more difficult when you're trying <laughs> to put a plan together for a podcast and you get nothing <laughs> back for a few days. It's true, but I, it's in my head, and I'm mulling it over. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, that's why I don't constantly message you and go, right, I need to know, need to know, need to know. I just, like, drop you a message a day later and just say, what do you think about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's or the I'll best way. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that usually helps. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, moving on to this week's topic. Yeah, so we... I think this is going to be the third part of our uh, 2020 previews season, let's just call it, mm -hmm. um, where obviously we've covered upcoming games yes. uh, in the first one. We did that with the with the awesome Jen. You mm -hmm. know? Absolutely. She, she did a very good job on that one with mm -hmm. us. And last week we obviously covered the upcoming consoles, which interesting. They were very interesting. We sounded very nerdy as we were talking about it. Yes. Probably our nerdiest uh, episode. Yeah, for sure. That's probably why it's got least listeners. Um, <laughs> but uh, we did actually kind of sound like we were talking, well, know what we were talking about, which is good, which is f mm -hmm. bloody weird for me if I'm honest. Um, but this time we're going into it 
because we don't really know much about Nintendo this year, do we? Uh, that's very true. Uh, there has not we... been much. Yeah, so I thought we'd uh, we'd have a little bit of a, a speculation here. So yeah. nothing nothing concrete, obviously. Bearing in mind we know about Animal Crossing already and a couple of the the Switch titles that are due to, due to come out this year. Mm-hmm. So Doom Eternal. Uh, we've had Metro and potentially Bioshock, mm-hmm. and now and obviously we've got more characters coming on the Smash DLC. Yes, but. We don't know much else other than that because we still haven't had a Nintendo Direct, which is annoying people again. Yeah, uh, I did Let, see the, uh, the backlash of that. Again, like, why is it? Why is Nintendo now become the top community? It's so weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's very I, I don't get it. Anyway, yeah. but we'll save, th- we'll save that because yeah. that's a small preview into next week that we're going to cover yes. toxic fan bases. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, that's going to be a fun one. We're going to manage to annoy a lot of people. <laughs> I like that. Yes. Anyway, so what did you have in mind for this one? Like, did you want to just throw out some really obscure predictions? Or um, did you want to possibly speculate about what could essentially be pretty true? Um, well, that's kind of where I was leaning. Um, because there has been a few rumors uh, yeah of course you know and they're kind of it's still all speculation but some have a little more uh meat to them yeah if that makes sense for sure another yeah 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 so um well there's one game that i wanted to mention Uh um this one has it is officially on the slate but we don't know exactly when it's due to come out Uh uh-huh Square Enix actually delayed it last year. It was due to come out last year, but we're getting the remaster of Crystal Chronicles, so Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles at some point. Yeah, which I'm which very Which I'm really looking about. forward yes. to. Yes, yep, 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 for sure. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that makes sense because uh, they Square Enix has made such a, a commitment to releasing their, um, you know, Final Fantasy and other titles uh you know through yeah. nintendo so that follows right along that follows that would make sense yeah i'm really surprised about the amount of support they're putting on there considering the acrimonious split that those two had during the 90s mm-hmm. yes um to the point where square enix didn't work with nintendo for a very long time yes that's very true um uh, and... and that's not i don't think that was square inks or square soft at the time's decision i think that was more nintendo because they felt burned by the fact that they weren't getting final fantasy 7 on the n64 yeah yeah you oh, that was such a strange time period <laughs> it was but we're now we've now got them you know mm-hmm. i know crystal chronicles was one of those games that did come out on the nintendo console mm-hmm. it did um and i loved playing this as oh. As a as a younger person, let's just say, because yeah. I was a young man, I wasn't a young kid. I was a young man at that. <laughs> but being able to link up the Game Boy Advance via a link cable and play it and have your own screen and all that sort of thing—that <laughs> was pretty revolutionary at the time. It was. That was unbelievable. I mean, they even took that model and put it into Four Swords Adventures on the GameCube yes. as well. Yes, it's. Uh... That, that's a weird one because I've never because I God it sounds so terrible because I didn't have any friends growing up. Um, oh. 
I didn't ever get to play the Four Swords. Um, and yeah. then I think they they released it on something and you can play it now or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there is a, um, I think they released it on the Game Boy Advance. Mm -hmm. They had a Link to the Past mm -hmm. uh, re uh, remaster and yeah. Four Swords on there. Yeah, I think that was it. Uh, I believe so. So one day I do want to play that. I need to go visit it. It is cool. Yeah. I will bring my Game Boy Advance along. I will see yes. if I can get a copy of it. And we'll do that when when I come over to uh, to your neck of the woods in, in the summer. In August, yeah. Yes. When we're going to do our first live show. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> but yes. Um so yes, that doesn't come as a surprise. Uh no. And yeah, I think that was quite predictable to be honest. Yeah. Of course, mm -hmm. but I mean, I think the good thing about this, I think the reason probably why it was delayed was more the fact that they're trying to sort the online infrastructure out to be able to play this like you would have been able to in a local setting. Mm -hmm. And it's just taking a little bit more time just to get that out of the door to be honest yeah yeah so fair play to them if this comes out and is an absolute masterpiece like the original game was mm -hmm. then i'm i'll be happy oh absolutely absolutely yeah so um so we know about animal crossing obviously yes, I was we've say, spoken about a... that at length a couple of weeks ago yeah that's a um, definite coming out yeah, but I believe with Animal Crossing we may we may see some DLC at the mm -hmm. end of the year. I think Absolutely. we might get something to do with that, or we'll have some sort of integration with Pocket Camp. Right, right. Of course, yes. We spoke briefly about that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, um, and that was a speculation on Jen's part, which yeah. I thought was pretty apt. To be fair, it's yeah. it would make a lot of sense. It absolutely would, uh, and I do think, um, again, uh, we spoke earlier um, when we were talking about uh, Smash and the six characters and drawing them out. I yep. think Animal Crossing is another one. People will put money into it, and it will yeah. keep Nintendo relevant. So, yes, I absolutely think there will be DLC for uh, Animal Crossing um, yeah. well into to probably 2021. Of course. Yeah. I mean, even though Animal Crossing is one of their technic one of their newer series, you mm -hmm. know, with the fact that it only came out on the GameCube originally. Yeah. It still is a money spinner. Like oh, this yeah. generates so much hype alone that mm -hmm. they'd be dumb not to capitalize on it. Yes. And that's where I think that they're a bit more business savvy than they have been for like the last few years. They know that and I think they are going to and for want of a better word, they are going to exploit that. Mm-hmm absolutely like, not i'm not saying they're just pushing out dlc just to take your money no but yeah they are going to take advantage of the fact that there is a rabid fan base and mm -hmm. they are very vocal about their love of animal crossing yes absolutely and probably rightly so it looks like a proper chill game it looks like a lot of fun i but... i love it i enjoy it very much but... yeah i mean you you're not the biggest fan of course but even you are oh right big. yeah no like compared let, let's even say compared to jen <laughs> i was thinking of chloe like chloe osborne oh yeah our, yeah all right absolutely absolutely man i mean even to the point where her discord status is waiting for the 20th of march <laughs> That's Sorry, the... Chloe, I had to put that out there. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the release date for those who don't know. 
Um, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's funny. But no, it is enjoyable. Um, I like it. Uh, mm. So yeah yeah okay well like i said a couple of weeks ago i'm in i, I mm-hmm. definitely want to play this yeah so sure. I'll, I'll be I'll, I'll be there on the 20th and thank goodness now i don't have to worry about final fantasy for that month <laughs> yeah exactly i i now have a clear slate to play animal crossing <laughs> for a few months yes absolutely yep so um i don't know about obscure i don't know about some randomness here but um, I'm going to put a prediction out here, and this is what we're here for, is to predict some of the games that we think might come this year. I'll put a prediction out. We aren't getting Breath of the Wild 2 this year. Oh, that's a brave prediction now. Yes, but we will have trailers, gameplay, all of that sort of thing. I just think it's coming next year. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think there's another big game waiting in the wings for us that we don't know about. Uh-huh. But it's so obviously coming that okay. they'd be silly not to capitalise on the incredible sales that the game did have originally. Mm-hmm. And I'm... Well, let's just get on with it. Mario Odyssey 2. No, without a doubt, this oh, game is coming this really? year. Really? You think so? Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, let, let me list my reasons. Yes. I have, yes. Couple, I have a couple of reasons why I believe. One... Uh, the fact that there's been no DLC for this incredible selling game right. makes me believe that this is the Mario Galaxy to Mario Galaxy 2 situation all over again. Uh, right. There are far too many ideas to just put into DLC. Mm-hmm. They have got so many ideas going that they are making a full full sequel out of this. Right. Secondly, the timescale between both Galaxy 1 and 2 was three years Right. Which is when Odyssey came out in 2017, we're now in 2020. Mm-hmm. That's the three year cycle. They are essentially building off the assets they already have, mm-hmm. but they are just increasing the levels and they're going to give us some very interesting kingdoms this time around. I think I think it makes sense. I, I was super shocked that they never released DLC for Odyssey apart from Luigi's right. Balloon World. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which I never played. No. Um, I didn't either. And actually, come to think of it, they usually like to put uh, a Mario game out pretty frequently. Yes, they do. I and, mean, they've had a lot of Mario games over well, the years anyway. Yeah, but like I haven't... Yeah, Luigi's Mansion 3 got released uh, you know, last year, but... Um, yep. But other than that, there's not been a lot of, you know, Super Mario World as in the characters um <laughs> no i would agree with you you uh, know really? luigi's mansion is considered a separate series anyway mm-hmm. yeah it's sort of on its own really yes, i mean it is. new super mario brothers used deluxe was a remake mm-hmm. or was a remaster essentially right uh, um and then we we could potentially have 3d world this year which we speculated the mm-hmm. other week as well yes. yeah i think if that's gonna come that's coming early yeah Uh, it's the sort of thing to go okay that's an april maybe may release to get people interested and then mm -hmm. coming free we're gonna get we're gonna get the announcement trailer with Mm -hmm. a solid release date of probably october november again and that's their holiday seller yeah because i just don't think 
that Breath of the Wild 2 is enough into development. I know they've probably started working on it pretty much immediately as soon as it came out, but yeah. they did have DLC that they were working on too. That is true. Um, we know that Breath of the Wild 2 is coming, but we have no time frame. Thing. No, of course not. And that's why yeah, I think nothing. we're going to probably get that March 2021. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because it all fit into the whole it's another it's four years later right um they've obviously spent a year or so working on the champions ballad dlc for mm -hmm. breath of the wild one i think for sure we'll definitely get a trailer this year and we'll get some gameplay because i don't think the gameplay is going to vary too drastically away from the yeah the original game i wouldn't um, i wouldn't think so so i think this is going to be like the this will be the uh, the Majora's Mask to the um, the Ocarina mm, of Time situation. Yes, yes. Where it's essentially an asset flip, but a completely mm -hmm. different story. Mm -hmm. And I think they're gonna I think they're gonna do some surprises with this one. We won't go into Breath of the Wild too too much if we don't think this is coming this year. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's coming this year. No, no. I think no, we're but we... way too early in development. Sure, and we will we will definitely see it though, probably either. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Or maybe even sure. Tokyo Game Show. Oh yeah. That would be perfect. Yeah, here we go. Cinematic trailer for E3 gameplay demo at TGS. There you go. That's our prediction. <laughs> cool. I'm glad with that. Yep. Okay. So I mean, Doom Eternal, you know, there's well, a big third party game that's coming out, you know, it yeah. got delayed from last year. Mm -hmm. They obviously wanted to optimize the the Switch version to make sure that that was coming out on the same day, which fair play to Bethesda. I didn't think I'd ever say that, but <laughs> it, it is mainly more id that are working on this anyway. Yeah. Let's let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. And obviously Doom 64 is coming as part of that as well if you pre-ordered, which is uh, I don't know what to think about that, so we'll move on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but there's a reason why I mentioned Doom was just mm -hmm. mainly because what what do you reckon for third parties this year for Nintendo? Oh, third parties. Um, that's always a tough one because they don't do. I don't know. Like, it would have to be main titles, I think. Everyone's kind Ooh. of waiting for GTA to make its Ooh, way over. Okay. And yeah. I think that would make a lot of sense as well. At this point, I think so. Um, to be honest, when Saints Row came over, um, mm -hmm. I was legitimately shocked because just knowing how Nintendo is about their uh, content, you know, they do yep. have rules. Um, even yeah, of third, course they do. Third party. Uh, because yep. Nintendo is supposed to be seen as, you know, family friendly, cartoony, very, you know, uh, yeah. It's not I do think they're losing that. I think they're losing that mentality a I little do. bit by things like get, well. uh, games like Doom and Saints uh -huh. Row and all that yeah. thing on there as well. But as soon as Saints Row uh, was announced that it was coming over, my next thought was they're going to be working on GTA uh, Five, getting it over. Mm, I. Um, can mm -hmm. I counteract that point? Sure, because absolutely. I I actually forgot to mention something in the uh in the news. Mm -hmm. But Saints Row Saints Row Four is actually has been confirmed for the Switch. Oh, see, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm gonna speculate here because if we're getting 
I know that Rockstar had a massive falling out with them mm-hmm. uh, with Nintendo over the N64 period. It seems like a bit of a running theme for Nintendo <laughs> back then was yeah. the fallout with the, the, their third-party developers. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a huge problem with Rockstar, and mm-hmm. Rockstar had a huge problem with them because they wanted to create a game. I can't remember what it was called, but they didn't go with it, and they didn't like it, so they just went, no, nah, we're not going to work with you anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Rockstar were massively, bitterly disappointed with that to the point where they pretty much have essentially stuck two middle fingers up to them and said, sod you, you ain't get anything other than terrible um, GTA spin-off games. And I'm saying terrible because they weren't mainline games Chinatown right. Wars and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. They did yeah. come to the PSP first. Yeah. Um, I think... I think Nintendo probably will do the right thing and actually try and get them on board. Mm-hmm. But I don't think GTA Five is coming. Really? Okay. You think it's? Ooh. You think it'll we're be getting, more Vice City? We're getting GTA the Collection, GTA Three, Vice City, uh, and San Andreas all in one. Yes. Yes. That's gonna that's gonna open the floodgates because right. everyone remembers those. Yeah. Everyone wants those and imagine that those with a visual upgrade to look mm-hmm. more like the iPad versions, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get those with a bit of online infrastructure, maybe, who knows? Mm-hmm. But all yeah. three of those on a cartridge. You're right. You're right. That would be the way to go because they did something very similar with Square Enix again. Uh mm-hmm. you know, they released the older Final Fantasies. Um, yeah, they did. Although they didn't release Final Fantasy VII, which is weird, but I think well, I they understand. Ha- <laughs> but yeah. I mean, in the you know, in the in the beginning. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, when they very first uh, drops, and uh, yeah, and then you know that that caused an interest in Final Fantasy coming to the Nintendo. Uh, yeah, a lot of buzz about that. Um, exactly. So I think that you could very well uh, be right in that they would be following the same formula. I reckon so. Yeah. And then let's hope from there, and let's just be perfectly honest here, who the hell even remembers the top-down games? <laughs> well... Uh, but imagine that, GTA GTA London and GTA 2 in a nice little collection. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, let's go back to the past. The thing is, what what I've what I've found uh, myself, and if I'm feeling this, I'm sure the marketers are uh, for mm-hmm. all of the consoles and games. Um, I I kind of do miss top down games. Yeah, I do as well. Weird. I I mean, I've got them on the PS One. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at them right now. In fact, I even have two copies of GTA Two. Oh wow. <laughs> Well, there, there's a reason behind that because there's actually one version that's got the full title of Grand Theft Auto 2 and then one version, which is the more common one, mm-hmm. is GTA 2. Ah. Yeah, so I, I have those for collection reasons, of course. Right, right. Makes sense. So, Makes sense. But I want to go back and play GTA London, but it's such a pain in the ass to play. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I have to I agree. Mean, you, who wants to put a disc in to then put another disc in to then have to open that that yeah. disc tray again and put the, the the first disc back in? Yeah, it is annoying. I mean, it is an add-on. Obviously, it was at the time, but yeah. that was quite frustrating and quite annoying. But I think around that time, 
I want to say it was the PS1. Of course, listeners, correct yeah, me. Um, it was the PS1. Well, but I think Parasite Eve was like that as well. It was, yeah. Parasite Eve, PS1 game, okay. very notorious for that sort of thing. Yeah, I wanted to like Parasite Eve so badly um, because it was yeah. just the type of games I was into at the time. And But the switching discs and the load times and the terrible Ooh. camera, which was very reminiscent of uh, the Resident Evil camera. Um, well, yeah, it's just very early 3D games anyway was, on that yeah. system. Um, so, yeah, when it comes to having to switch discs, I'm so glad we're past that era. <laughs> we, we do still kind of have it. Look at oh. our RDR2, Red Dead Redemption 2, where you had to have an install disc. Oh, that's And true. GTA 5 on the Xbox 360. That Yes, that's right. Yeah, because um, I haven't forgotten, because actually a couple of the games in my PS1 collection have got multiple discs. Oh. Metal Gear Solid being one of them. Yeah, that's true. And then uh, I think Final Fantasy VII had four discs. Three uh, uh, discs for that one. Uh, Final Fantasy IX, I believe, had four. Okay, maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. Because uh, I had yeah. seven, eight, nine, and X, and X2. Um, yeah, X, uh, so Final Fantasy X was the one on PS2 that only had one disc. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and <laughs> I might have told this story before, I'm not sure. Uh, but when I first got Final Fantasy VII, I bought a used copy um, mm-hmm. and didn't realize that the uh, second disc was missing. Oh, so dear. being that I was a kid, uh, I had to basically grind my character on the first disc uh, until oh. I could afford you know, through allowance and everything to get another copy. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah. And so by the time I got the next copy, uh, again, it's still a used copy, but, um, but they play yeah. just the same. Uh, and I went and put the second disc in. My character was so OP. I just like <laughs> ran through the next section. Mm, nice. <laughs> So, Still better than my experience of getting a second, a second and third disc that were French. Oh, nice! <laughs> yeah, that was fun having to try and play through that and going, "What the hell happened oh, here?" Oh goodness! Yeah, I can't read any in a story game. That's the worst thing. That's the worst. Yeah. Um, Look, if I can't, if I can't see what fight is, then I have no clue what I'm doing. No. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't miss those yeah. days. I don't miss those days. That part. That part. I I don't either, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. I really don't. <laughs> I'm glad that we're able to get things on one one disc or at least have just an install disc. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy with just an install yeah. disc. Yeah. Yeah. Back to those old PC sensibility days. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I do love those days, to be fair. The old, yeah. the old installers. God, mm-hmm. I love the installers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. <laughs> So yeah, I I'd love to see a GTA game on on the Switch. To be honest with you, because I've been playing GTA Five via Game Pass, and I've been having a lot of fun. I forgot how much I really like that game. It is very enjoyable, absolutely. Okay. Um, yeah. Let me put this to you then. Mm-hmm. Being the fact that it was a 360 game, mm-hmm. I'm not mentioning the one that you might think I'm going to mention. Okay. Do you reckon we'll get rid of Redemption, the first one on the Switch? Um, if, if they're doing, if they strike a deal Mm -hmm. with Rockstar, um, let's say they do the kind of remastered set of three, Vice City, and, uh, the other one, um, 
San Andreas. San Andreas, yeah. <laughs> Just blanked out. Um, hello, yeah, Hangover fun. Kylie. Uh, <laughs> if they do something like that, yes, I I could see uh, the first Red Dead making its way over. Do I think Red Dead would make it over before GTA? No. Um, no, I I don't think so as well. I think no. if GTA is going to come, it's coming first. Yes, absolutely. But it, but it could be another one of those things like with the Final Fantasy games and like what Square Enix did with Dragon Quest. Mm-hmm. I think that if we're going to get them, we're going to get them in a big chunk. We're going to get a load of announcements all at one big go. So we'll get we'll get the remastered collection of GTA. We'll get mm-hmm. maybe a possible of GTA 4 and GTA 5. Um I don't think GTA 4 is going to be the one that everyone wants, but it's going to make it of some sort. And yeah. then after that, it will be the sort of thing where they go, right, you're getting GTA, you know, GTA Vice City, you know, carrying on. And then they just then they just drop the bomb in the direct mm-hmm. and go, by the way, RDR2, RDR1 is coming. Yeah. But they won't show anything. They'll just show the logo and that's it. And that'll be enough to get everyone as oh, absolutely as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, much like they did with uh, Witcher, so... Exactly, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I'm glad you mentioned The Witcher, because mm-hmm. I actually think that's another prediction there. Oh? Yeah, I, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if we get Witcher 1 and 2 on the Switch this year, either. Hmm, let's think. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think, because they've got... Because CD Projekt has such a big release coming out. Yep. Would they have time and energy to uh, spend on marketing The Witcher set? But The Witcher set could... uh, When I say set, I mean one and two. Yeah, Uh, one and two together in one collection. Exactly. Yeah, because it wouldn't be single. It absolutely wouldn't. It would absolutely be a set. Um of course, yeah, I... there, there's there's smaller games than Witcher yes, Three. Like you could probably far. fit both on there. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I could see that as a as a quick little moneymaker. Um, it wouldn't take much. There's so much hype around Witcher right now. Exactly, uh, they've got the second season of mm-hmm. the Witcher's uh, Netflix series coming this year, I think. Which I'll remain um, silent on. <laughs> okay, I haven't watched The Witcher yet, so I'm not. Uh, I would. If you get a chance, I would like to, and then you know maybe we'll do a future episode that is yeah. Witcher based. Um, of course, because I would like to get your views on it. Um, mm-hmm. And also, what do you think it will do for uh, gaming, television, and movies in general from here on? Yeah, out? we'll 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 definitely yeah. go into that in a future episode because I I just don't have a Netflix account at the moment. I refuse oh, right. to with the old. With most of the stuff that I've got on there is a bit trash, but yeah, it's project not. Project will get me in at the end of the month. Well, so yes. Once I've finished watching that and Sex Education season two, mm-hmm. I will watch The Witcher. Yes. Uh, that will give me a month to watch all those three, three shows. Yeah, that's that's not bad. That's... So I'll, I'll give it a go. I, I'm. I, I had a guy at work actually who was like, "Oh, you, like just after Christmas, he was like, oh, have you watched The Witcher on Netflix yet?'" I was like, "No." And he went, what? You're a gamer. I'm surprised. Oh, it's oh like, gosh. yeah, but I don't pay for Netflix. Yeah. And also... So I'm not, not a shill. I don't pay for Netflix exactly. just because. Also, I don't think that... No, that's just my opinion. Remember, people, it's just an opinion. It doesn't yeah. mean a hill of beans. Go ahead. Uh, I don't feel that it was written for gamers anyway. 
I I think like if I had to guess, it was probably more written on the sensibilities of the books rather than the games. Yeah, absolutely. And even then, I would say there's some iffiness to it. Yeah. Um, but that'll be funny for enough, another I, episode. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, I heard an interesting fact about this on a uh, on a, another podcast I listened to. I know, uh-huh. disgraceful. I listen I to other podcasts. What? I can't believe it. I know, <laughs> terrible. But actually, apparently the author of the Witcher books got really annoyed when they started publishing the books with the uh, the model of the of Geralt from the games. Oh, that wow, that now that makes like yes, I could understand that. I can absolutely <laughs> understand that. Yes. Um only because which I think I've said before on air, um I'm yeah. I'm a, I'm a writer under a completely different name. Um Yeah. And Yes, if my characters, first of all, cha-ching, please, that would be amazing. <laughs> but if my characters got bad. sold, yeah, to, uh, you know, uh, video games, let's say. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that because once once someone licenses your characters, especially if they, if you basically give them over, they can do whatever yeah. they want with them. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, I don't know much about The Witcher, to be honest, books and games. But I think I think one of the things that I have heard is they are pretty pretty close to the books at least. Yeah, I would say uh, Witcher Three is the is definitely by far uh, the closest related to the books. Um, yeah, I don't know if that was a before or after thing. You know, I don't know to be honest. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll save it for another episode. But it, for sure, it did not. It, it just didn't the witcher netflix series has not sat well with me but i am in the minority i will definitely okay. say that cool yeah. all right so yeah which which one and two on the switch this yep. year i believe could be a big possible i i definitely do think that uh yeah just now much hype there not to yeah yeah, and now with uh, CD Projekt Red delaying Cyberpunk mm-hmm. twenty seventy seven, I believe they've got a little bit of wiggle room in between, yeah. in between April and uh, and September now to yeah. pop something in there to keep fans happy. Mm-hmm. I reckon they've probably gave gave this over to a a particular studio that is keen for porting. Mm-hmm. All right, this is why I don't think that they're gonna be, they're gonna split their resources at all because they're gonna give oh, this to a right. do it. Okay, that makes sense. I always yeah. forget that that's possible. Yeah, I believe that a company like Panic Button might mm-hmm. probably handle something like this. Absolutely. God, there's a but, whole market there I didn't even think of. <laughs> yeah, there's loads of companies there that actually literally just work on ports. Yeah. Which is very interesting. Like yeah. like I said, Panic Button are one of them because they, mm-hmm. they did an amazing job on the port of Rocket League to the Switch. Yeah, uh, that's I've heard only good things, so... Yeah. Mm. Yeah, especially when they added performance mode in there. That was incredible. <laughs> um, anyway. Yes. So, have you got any other predictions, possibly for third parties from this year? Uh, for third. Like for Nintendo. Right. For third parties, I don't. I don't feel as strong a prediction. Um, I think mm-hmm. it's just with the chaos of the next gens coming out. Um, yeah. I think it would be more. Of basically what we've already touched on the kind of triple a um you know remasters of of their past sure. games uh i 
I don't see anything outside of that because it's no. just it's it's going to be behind the scenes which we won't see but it's going to be pure chaos from basically March until next March. Um, oh yeah, for sure. This yeah. this coming uh, fiscal year is good, oh, just yes. going to be solely focused on the next generation, I reckon. Yeah, and uh, I think that, with the exception of like you just mentioned, you know, maybe you know paying another company for ports, there's just no time. There's no resources. There's no yeah to put a lot of concentrating on. So. If there's third parties, it's going to be small sets, kind of like what we've already touched on, is sure. my my theory, my prediction. Sure thing. Yeah. Okay, so I'll put a couple out there because I think these aren't going to be massive ones, but they might be big for some people, but I reckon... Um, I still don't know how to pronounce the name of this company, if I'm honest. Is it Ubisoft or Ubisoft? I don't know. <laughs> I've heard it both. Uh... So have I. I heard someone on Twitter the other day get really annoyed people call it uh, ubisoft i think I, I call it ubisoft uh but that's just because it's me <laughs> and i don't yeah. care <laughs> I, to, be, to be honest with you saying ubisoft does kind of sound like a porn star name yes <laughs> uh, not very... a very good one my no add. that would be the opposite <laughs> yeah but yeah ubisoft i think they're gonna put a couple of ports out unsurprisingly it'll probably be assassin's creed of some it, sort it would have to be um yeah maybe even i odyssey. hope uh, i don't think odyssey i think it's too technical it's too, to be able to yeah. get onto the switch uh it did kind of push the free the it um did. the ps4 and the xbox one a little bit it was a surprise for me it was a surprise hit uh, yeah i mean we're probably I not going to get the it. one that's set in england because nobody really likes that that's uh, not good no, and the one the one that became meme tastic, I don't think we're gonna get either. <laughs> um Because we've had Black Flag and we've had Free, I believe. Yeah. I think they can only go backwards. Yeah. I Assassin's Creed two, Brotherhood, and Revelations. Yeah. I again I would see that as a set. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. I think they're going to come as a set if they're going to do anything. Cause yeah. Essentially, the, the Brotherhood and um, Revelations were basically just add-on games, really. Mm -hmm. They had separate stories, but they were set in the same world, same characters, the same thing. Mm -hmm. So it will form part of the, uh, the Ezio trilogy, we'll call it. Yes, exactly. Um, and I think they will probably market it as that, as the Ezio collection. Yeah. That makes sense, actually. Uh, hmm. Yeah, that's a possible. Uh, we may, and I'm going to... Uh, this might be uh, ludicrous. Not ludicrous. Uh, if we're going to talk about Ubisoft again, I think we may get the first Watch Dogs. That would be good. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that for sure. Um, I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't think it would be a one and two release. I think that would be yep. a separate release. Um, sure. Absolutely. Um, okay. Yeah. But, um, you know what just occurred to me? Go on. Now, I have not looked recently, so correct me if I'm wrong. But I will. You know me. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but it has the Hitman series been released on the Switch? 
No. I wonder if... Interesting. Yeah. Um... Do you reckon we could get the reboot Hitman? Like, you know, the one that came out in parts? Yes. That's what I'm thinking. Do you thinking. reckon we could get the first one? See, I, I think that's... I think that's a good direction to go in. Um, yeah, I'd agree. It's, it's agree. a good little game. It's, it's, yeah. It, they've never. It's never. How do I say? It's a steady, solid seller. That's what I'm trying yeah. to say. You know. It's yeah, not, for sure. You know, I, I, I think personally, I think it'll be the perfect game to get on there for mm-hmm. sure. But it'll be, you know, especially if they get the newest Hitman game. Mm-hmm. I know it wasn't as well received as most in the series. <laughs> That's... But uh, Square Enix would be silly not to include it, especially mm-hmm. since it is essentially just a reboot of the series. It is. Um, it would just be a good way of getting them into it. Yeah, I I think I think Hitman on Switch would be good. Um, yeah, I, I would like to see it. I I enjoy the series, and I even have the mobile game, um, which is oh. is silly. It is, uh, but. Uh, I think it could definitely be ported. Um, yeah, I think it would be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, so that would be, I'd agree. I'll throw that one in there. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. And I also think that the original Hitman 1, 2, and 3 are a bit too difficult to play nowadays to be able to port over. And that, that is a possibility. Absolutely. Yeah, I remember getting stuck in one particular area of Hitman 2 that was just a, so badly designed to be honest if you <laughs> if you failed the mission like you could fail the mission by putting one step wrong and yes. it would just completely stuff you up and i i hated that it made me stop playing i was just uh-huh. like this is like it, it was the very gta sensibility that if you don't do the mission exactly how they want you to mm-hmm. do it that's it they're just gonna fail you it it's true they did free up uh a lot of that with the later uh, releases. Yeah, be a I'm, bit I'm glad about that. But, yeah, yeah Hit, Hitman Absolution yeah. definitely helped with oh, gosh, that. Yeah. They made they made it a lot more free flowing, a lot more choice mm-hmm. heavy, and they. I'm glad that they made it that you could play it in the way that you thought possible. Yes, because that, that's half the half the joys of Hitman, isn't it? Is that well, exactly? He goes in in disguises and does really weird mm-hmm. things and really. It was ludicrous. Over like the, the whole game is completely ludicrous, but it is it. so much fun. <laughs> it is so much it's, fun. Yeah, just seeing this absolute bald-headed assassin with a barcode on the back of his head just go out and take people out in the most obscure (laughs) ways possible. I love it. Oh, now I kind of want to play it. Very (laughs) fun. Yeah. I always remember that mission, I think, in Absolution, where I think he has to dress up as a chef. Yes, uh, the sushi sushi chef. Oh, that was hard (laughs) to say. Yeah. But, uh, oh gosh, yeah. No, I, I do. I very much enjoy uh, the Hitman series. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to... I want to mention U- Ubisoft again. I nearly did it again, Ubisoft. Yes. Please, please, listeners, correct us if you know. Yes. If you're French, please let us know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're... I, I'm going to go back to Ubisoft because I think there's some, been some rumblings the last few days, actually, and this is quite recent, so... Mm-hmm. Um, potentially, 2017's good seller, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle... Yes. Might, ...might be getting a sequel. Ah, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, it wouldn't with me either, but I have heard rumblings. It might not be Mario. Really? 
Yeah, I think there's either rumblings of it or someone to put a prediction out there that it could be Zelda and Rabbids. Because that'd be interesting, that wouldn't would it? Be if they, very interesting. That if Nintendo gave license to Ubisoft and that company to, or that particular development team, mm -hmm. to go a bit more mental with their their other series, I think that could be really interesting. Mm -hmm. And to be honest with you, Zelda works on a strategy plane as well. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people forget that uh, with the newer uh, Zeldas like Breath of the Wild and, and stuff like yeah. that. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I would like to see that. I would, yeah, I mm, would. I'd be interested. Uh, yeah, I'd be interested for sure. Okay. So that, that, that'll be a good one for a third party, but it's also a collaboration between Nintendo. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, I don't see any reason for that not to be announced. Yeah. It was a great seller. They, the DLC did really well for it. It still sells really well. It's in sales, and it do does manage to attract a fair few people still. Mm -hmm. uh, when it was announced or leaked originally, it was a laughing stock. But yet, this yes. still did numbers. It was crazy. Did. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think I think we could get a sequel for it. Like I said, I've heard rumors, so mm -hmm. I wouldn't be. It wouldn't be too out of line. Mm -hmm. um, but there's also been rumors going around the last few days as well about Paper Mario. Yes. Um, I've seen quite a few uh, mentions of that on the old Yeah. Papers. So what did you see about that exactly? Um, I saw people complaining about it. And <laughs> of course they did. Because <laughs> it's Twitter. Um, <laughs> yes. This uh, is Twitter for you people. Exactly. Um, and then some people, of course, and I'm in this camp, you know, saying, well, duh, why not? Of course. Too right. It's um, one yeah. of their best sellers. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I I only ever played it on uh, uh, a ROM, but um, I enjoyed it very much. Um, Paper mm. Mario and Mario RPG were my two that I played on emulators. And yeah, I played Mario RPG that way because, unlike the rest of the world, we never got it here. Didn't realize that. I bet we yeah, talked we, about that before. <laughs> we did. The first time we actually got it here in official capacity was when it was released on a virtual console for the Wii U. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. So I had no choice. Yeah. And honestly, by the time I got around to playing it, nobody had uh, <laughs> anything mm. to play it on. So it was just more practical to to do it on an emulator. But yeah. Um, yeah, but to be fair, I enjoyed it very much, uh, yep. and particularly uh, Paper Mario. I just I liked the aesthetic. I thought they did really well with it. Um, it's brilliant. I love mm -hmm. the design of the game. It's yes. such a, it's so simplistic, but yet yes. makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, the, uh, yeah. I mean, Mario RPG is one of my favorite RPGs. Of, yeah, it is it's utterly super. Herb game. It's a really it, strong RPG, surprisingly. Yeah. It was always a shame that they never got the chance to make a true sequel to it, but yeah. the fact that Nintendo went it alone with intelligent systems and sort of went, all right, well, we're going to make our own Mario RPG mm -hmm. with Blackjack and Hookers. <laughs> In fact, forget about the Mario RPG. <laughs> um, that's a good old Future Armor reference there for you, but, yeah. um, you know, 
all joking aside, they've made a superb set of games with Mario, uh, Paper Mario on the N64 and mm-hmm. the Thousand Year Door. The yes. Thousand Year Door is still superb. Yes, absolutely. If you manage to actually play that game on a modified GameCube with a HDMI mm-hmm. input onto it, it still looks better than most games that come out now. Mm-hmm. It's oh, yeah. astounding. It's it's got I a mean, lot of depth to it. It's exactly yeah. I, I know such. I know people aren't big on Super Paper Mario. I really enjoyed that game too. The story yeah. of that was brilliant. It was fantastic. Yeah, for I sure. I think that game gets unfairly dumped on. I, I do as because well. Because of the way that it plays. It's mm-hmm. not a traditional RPG. It's a... It is a... It's... Oh, let's, let's just put it like this. It's a... Um, it's not traditional. Mm-hmm. It is far from tra- traditional. It's more of a platformer. Yeah. But I love that. I thought yeah. that was fun. I, I like... I like the kind of almost hybrid in a way. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. word I was looking for. Thank you. Yeah, and um, yeah, I enjoy it very much. Yeah, the um, story is great, and Count Black is amazing. To be yes. fair, he's one of the best villains. Absolutely, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and and who can not forget about Mister L? He's become a bit of a meme now. <laughs> Mister L originated in Paper Mario. That's piece. true. That's absolutely true. But you know, if. I think if they're going to do a Paper Mario, they're talking about a traditional Paper Mario game. Yeah. Oh, yes, exactly. I'm confused. I was kind of confused by what they meant by traditional, but then it sort of made sense where it was like a stripped back, take all the nonsense out that they had from Sticker Star and Color Splash Mm -hmm. and just make a turn-based RPG as it once was. Yeah, absolutely. Makes sense. Yeah. That could be a perfect summer game for you. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Get that get that revealed in the direct that's potentially coming in the next month or so. Yes. Put it put it for a June or July launch date, so not long after E3 when all that wrap up has happened. Mm-hmm. That'll be the sort of game that most people want to sink their teeth into because that's round E3 season is roughly yeah. when uh, games start to slow down a little that's bit right. for a few weeks. So that'll be the that'll be a good game to get out. Yeah. Um, I do want to make mention of another rumor as well. Okay, but, I was gonna say we're going a little bit long, um, but yeah, we'll we'll cut it down a little bit. We'll make sure that we have a yeah. We'll, we'll drop a couple more in here, but apparently a two D Metroid could be coming this year oh, as well, according God. to rumors. Yeah, I've heard that or saw read that as well. Um, yep. Yeah, I'd like to see that for sure. <laughs> yeah, get, get the team on that worked on Samus Returns on the 3DS. Yeah, even if it was just a port of that game, I wouldn't mind. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But it, uh, I know a lot of people have been wanting a true and official Metroid Five. Mm-hmm. So that could Absolutely. be potential there, but I re- I don't think it's going to be the case. I think I think it will be set in the Samus Returns sort of time mm-hmm. frame. Really, if they're going to do it, they're going to do a a sequel to that game. Yeah, for sure. So that leaves a couple of other lingering predictions left to go. Mm-hmm. So I'll put I'll put one on the table. Metro Prime uh, Metro Prime Four is not coming this year, but Metro Prime Trilogy is. Ah, again, if they're using the same formula as everything else we've mentioned, <laughs> I yep. yeah, I could absolutely see that for sure. That one's been rumored for a long time, mm-hmm. so I think this is going to be the year that they finally pull the trigger on that, and I think. Uh, they will have something for Metro Prime 4 this year, but only sort of very early concept stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So remember, we, you know, they rebooted that game like beginning of last year. So I don't know how much they really got. Yeah. Left, like done. If I'm honest. Yeah. Um, trying to think of some others. Uh, have you got any others? Got any others you want to mention? Um, no, I. I don't think that uh, Bayonetta 3 will be coming this year. Um, no, I don't think so either. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think what we're going to see a lot of is kind of reiterating what we said before, which is a lot of DLC, DLC uh, content, uh, downloadable content, mm-hmm. content, uh, yeah. <laughs> stretched, <laughs> stretched over the next few months to sure. keep nintendo relevant and then any of its releases will be kind of that goal that will be the goal keep it relevant keep it afloat in this upcoming year of next gen consoles uh and and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so that's that's kind of where i'm at uh with everything and i want to put forth that if the listeners want to give us their predictions we would absolutely love to hear what you know yeah you think absolutely Mm -hmm. let us know I'd be interested to see how much we vary away from what everyone else thinks. Absolutely, yes. Uh, I'll make one last prediction here. Okay. And this isn't just for 2020. Mm-hmm. We are never seeing F-Zero again. Oh, wow. You really think so? Like, yeah. full stop? It's, yep. It's been 20 years. Like, yeah. next year will mark the 20-year anniversary of when GX came out. Mm-hmm. That game at eight ever coming out again but i think i think nintendo don't really care about f-zero anymore because there are other races out there do it better Mm -hmm. absolutely okay um yeah okay (laughs) yeah i love your little message there but (laughs) so anyway yeah we'll wrap this up shall we we've got one question for this week so do you want to read our question absolutely uh, and it comes from our buddies, our pals over at the uh, FYX Gaming Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, go listen to them. They're great. Um, and they always send us food questions. So Stop <laughs> making me hungry. What are some of your favorite basil alternatives to use when making pesto? Um, so in terms of alternatives, I would say basil. Yes, um, the uh, the American way of basil is is funny because you know what's funny about that is if someone was named basil, yeah. we would call it basil. But you don't refer the herb as as, as basil. basil; you refer it as basil. Yep, yep. So uh, it's but... sounding a bit too close to Jeff Bezos with my <laughs> I like him. Oh goodness! Um, join us on our Millionaires Who Suck podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but um, although he's probably a billionaire at this point, but uh, multi-billionaire. Ugh. Um, so as far as basil alternatives, uh, I'm okay. going to be honest. I know that there's a red pesto you can make. I've literally yeah. only made basil and pine nuts and uh, olive oil um, and garlic. So okay. I. I wouldn't use an alternative. (laughs) And I've never made pesto, so I can't say for sure. (laughs) Um, Quick quick answer for you then. Uh, 
There you uh, go. But we do enjoy these sorts of questions, so be sure you can ask us the most abstract, strange, and unusual thing, and we sure. will happily answer. I, I'm I'm always happy to get some really weird questions. I love yeah. them. I think fun. I do too. I like the thinkers. Um, yes, the old head scratches. Yes, but mm. um, that's going to wrap us up for this week. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Sorry for the uh, the quick wrap up here. It's just uh, Kylie's in the in the process of sorting out her convention, so she's actually got a meeting she must go to. I have to go. I have to get uh, contracts in order. Oh, yeah. you guys are going to hear all about it. Um, yeah, we'll do, we'll do an episode probably in the coming weeks where we actually discuss that and plans for that maybe yeah absolutely but um but i do unfortunately have to go and uh meet with my crew and um yep so but we very much love it that you stop by and that you listen to us every week um that is i speak for both of us but uh i'm pretty sure pete feels the same way that we're quite we're honored uh that you choose to listen to us and we appreciate it um and uh yeah if it weren't for you guys we wouldn't have a show <laughs> yeah of course i mean yeah you did speak for me i was going to make a really abstract joke there but i'm not going to because oh, no. <laughs> i'm the i'm the one that checks the stats every week and goes why aren't we getting more listeners <laughs> so i, I can't um, say that i don't want no listeners because that would suck oh yes no 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 absolutely uh the more the merrier and we would appreciate a share a like a rating anything like that because we don't uh we don't advertise we don't spend money uh you know it's it's literally word of mouth so um yeah yeah so if you could could share along or whatever uh yes we'd appreciate that yeah it would be amazing if you could do that for us right but you know we regardless of whether or not that happens we still enjoy what we do oh, we do it for fun we mm-hmm. do it for a laugh we're not doing it for the money we, nope. it's because we we we're honest and we just want to talk about games That's absolutely it. yes um it's a, a definitely fun for me um yes but if you want to see some of our reviews um go to our web address which is www.rapidreviewsuk.com Mm-hmm. Um, you can join us on Twitter at Rapid Reviews UK or yep. our new Twitter, newish, um, at yep. RR Radio Pod. Um, yeah, that's been around for a while now. It has now. I can probably stop saying our new home. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter, uh, the cesspool that it is. Uh, <laughs> At Pete Beckett one, I'll give you the surname spelling. It's B E C K E double T. Yes. Um, uh, where can they find you on uh, on the Twitter sphere? On the Twitter sphere, uh, you can find me at Kylie Tagreet, which is K I L E Y T E H G R E E T. A nice little yep. Futurama reference there. And yes. um, we also now have. Uh, an email address and you can find us at or email us questions or comments about the show or anything that you can think of uh, podcast at rapidreviewsuk.com yep you can uh, send anything to us over there if you want questions mm-hmm. feedback um, death threats I don't care <laughs> well um, but, but I'd rather not the death threats yeah. but you know 
But uh, so again, thank you for joining us. And uh, Pete, how about you hit us with a game fact? Okay, so this week's game fact comes courtesy of the Super Mario Brothers movie. So, did you know that? So, side fact first mm-hmm. that actually Bob Hoskins and jo- John Leguizamo, the guys who played Mario and Luigi respectively, spent most of the shoot completely off their face drunk. Oh my gosh. Why I am thought I that not was surprised? Considering your, your <laughs> ailment at the moment. Oh, ailment. Uh... Yeah, I, yeah I, I put that in there intentionally. Okay. But. Uh-huh. So the main fact is about a potential for who could have played Mario. Yes. Did you know that Tom Hanks compa- campaigned for the role of Mario in the Super Mario Brothers movie, what? but he feared he did not carry enough clout? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Remembering this was in 1993, and he oh, had come up with big wow. films like Big. Yep. Yep. Oh, wow. And Forrest yeah. Gump would come out the next year. Oh, that is amazing. And Philadelphia the same year. Yes, that's right. Philadelphia is the one that, that spurred it all on. But yeah, Damn, I watched that movie a couple of uh, last week. Amazing uh, still. Still amazing. Oh, well, thanks for stopping by. And uh, that's one I'm going to be pondering <laughs> over the next few days. Um, yeah, and you're drunk and stupor. Yes. Uh, and we will see all of you next week. Bye. Bye.